0: Quinny, you can do the whole episode with sunglasses on. Yeah, I
1: don't well, even care. That's, that's actually a genius idea. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, you fucking genius. <laughs>
0: Leave the a dog alone because a dog didn't do a damn thing and now you're trying to feed him your bodily fluid. shall kill all of your Everybody's kids. And a dog fish a fish tampon out of the garbage. It ain't right for you, but
1: you pretend like <laughs> <to> you will a dog. Wow. Good.
0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Straight Up Evil. My name is Jocelyn. I'm the brunette. We got Katie, she's the redhead. She's there somewhere. <laughs> and we got Carly, she's the blonde. Hi. See, I'm not actually by myself. <laughs> there are other people
1: here. Yes, there are.
0: All right, I'm not going to take up too much of your time. Just want you to know Carly is leading this episode this week going to be good. So Carly, take it away.
2: All right. It's going to be maybe a long one. This is a lot of information. All right. Today we are doing Jennifer Dulos. What a story. So Jennifer Dulos, her maiden name was Farber. She was born September 27, 1968 in New York City, New York. Parents were Gloria Orzenberg and Hilliard Farber. Um, who was a banker and a philanthropist. So they definitely came from money for sure. Um, she had an older sister, Melissa. And just fun little fact, her aunt is Liz Claiborne of like Liz Claiborne Fashion, which is Yeah, that, that was
1: so mom. cool, so interesting to me. Like so random, yeah. Yes, yeah, so my random so many Liz Claiborne purses and stuff. Like she loved it.
2: Um, so yeah, they were a wealthy family, like she was well-to-do. She graduated from Brown University in 1990 and then went on to earn a master's degree in writing from the New York City University of Tisch School of the Arts. So she was, you know, well-to-do family. She was absolutely beautiful, like long brown hair, beautiful smile. She was gorgeous and um, she was really smart. So while she was at Brown, Jennifer met Fotis Doulos, a um,
1: Greek... Uh, (laughs) <laughs> already just what the fuck kind of name um, is that fofo hey fofo so she met him in brown
2: um he was born sixth, nineteen 1967 in turkey but grew up in athens greece he moved to the united states in 1986 and graduated from brown in 1989 um after earning an mba in Finance from Columbia Business Business School, he married his first wife, Hilary Aldama, who was also a Brown University graduate. They married in 2000, and a few years later, in 2004, Fotis started his company, The Fork Group Incorporated, um, developing luxury homes. Um, So he was like a businessman. He started his own business, like he was, you know, doing pretty good for himself. Apparently, he was not happy in his marriage because he decided to start emailing Jennifer while he was still married to Hillary. Um, and subsequently, he and Hillary got divorced in July 2004.
1: Everything I read stated that allegedly
2: they were amicably divorced in a no-fault divorce.
1: Yes, I read that a lot, too. Yeah. It's fine. They didn't have any kids. They just, like, you know, split their assets, like,
2: whatever. But what you gotta think about is after you hear everything that I tell you about FOTUS, like later on, I just don't feel that that could be the case that they could be amply divorced. Like there's no way that they were just like, oh, you know, you decided to email this girl you knew from Brown as well. And then we decided (laughs) to get divorced. Like we're friends, it's cool.
0: We literally, we're having this conversation this morning. Like emotional affairs are real. Are an actual thing. Yeah. You yeah. do not have to sleep yeah. with someone to cheat yeah. on your significant other. So you true. are having an emotional yeah. affair, and actually I would argue that I could get over my significant other sleeping with someone else easier than having a profound emotional connection to somebody else.
1: It's that I, I feel 100% like agree. I I'm could get past
0: like. I could get past it. I could get yeah. like, I, of course, I would be devastated, yeah. but I could right. get past right. a a transgression.
2: Um, you know, <laughs> I could like, <laughs> one mistake, like one night, whatever. I feel yeah, like I feel like, yeah, like, like eventually
0: <laughs> we could go. We could go to therapy. We could figure it out. But like emotional affairs, I don't know. That's a whole other level. Whole Ain't other nobody level. got time for that. It's too much.
2: Yeah. No like, no, like, he just, and I couldn't find any reason why he, if there was anything going on where he, like, was, like, why he started emailing Jennifer, like, I'm, he just, he's just, like, um, a cheater, like, he's just a straight-up cheater. There yeah, was no, because- I couldn't see anything in the history of their marriage that, like, there was, like, you know, all these problems, and then he started emailing Jennifer. It seems that everything was fine, and then he decided to just step out.
1: Yeah, I thought I I thought I read that they like people believed that he was having other affairs as well. Like people always like thought that he was or like assumed that he was, but like they weren't sure how many women there really were. But like apparently he was like a real ladies' man. Like as far as little stuff on the side goes, you know what I mean? Well. But-
0: You like we've met this dude. You know this kind of guy. Like you, you, you know this kind of guy. Like, like that. Like dick swagger, of like with a lot of women loving a lot of women. Like it's we. Yeah, it's a type
2: of dude.
1: It is a type of dude. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Definitely.
2: Like even you know, I saw like a couple interviews like any of clips of him i saw like footage of him just like walking around and like you could just see he has a bottle of himself like he thinks he's like hot shit he's a water skier. Yes. he's from greece he's not from america he's like got that little extra something you know like he thinks he's hot shit
1: yeah, sure. yeah. totally
2: uh, uh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: gross so, you know he's
0: not hot
2: shit Anyway, apparently they were amelie divorced. Who cares? Whatever. They got divorced. One month later, August 28, 2004, he and Jennifer get married. One month after his divorce is final. Red flags. Red flags. Red so flags. Popping up.
1: Everywhere. Sign. Red flags. Bad sign. So They got
2: Jennifer and he got div- uh, married um, in Manhattan. Then they moved to Farmington, Connecticut. And they um, ended up having five children two sets of twins, three sons, and two daughters.
1: Two sets of twins. Two sets like, that's of twins. And I also like yep. how they're all named after saints. <laughs> they are. They're all named
2: after Greek saints.
1: <laughs> they're all named after Grecian saints. Okay. I- I actually
0: yep. really like all of their I, names. No,
1: I do too. Every I like single few, one of them. Such, I like, can't. Really... I couldn't
0: even believe that I that I do actually because when you say that, I think of like, you know, they're named like, you know, what Hezekiah or whatever the hell from the Old <laughs> yeah. Testament. Like, I just think of heck like, is, you know, but Hecate. <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, you know, I just
1: they're they're cute. Some of them are really really cute names no they are i like the okay. names too and i think that's kind of i honestly think that's kind of cool i like i don't know why but there's not too many things i like about the bible but there are some good names in there
0: hmm agree
1: that's true
2: um so jennifer became a stay-at-home mother um but she also was a blogger and then a writer for patch.com so she was still you know doing her okay thing. she if you read the blog we found, like, Justin and I were able to finally find some of the blog posts, and I spent a lot of last night oh trying. Oh, my
1: God, I know. Yeah. Your text messages were killing me, and I'm so sorry that I didn't respond. All I, I told you girls, I just looked at my phone, there was 40 messages, and it was all from you girls. Like, this is happening, da, da, da. I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. and I'm, like, reading it all, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I can't. This is too much. It was great. It was like funny. how
0: often do you get something like that from a murder victim or a supposed yeah. murder victim? Like it, not
1: really It's ever. amazing. It's really it amazing. Yeah. It's like a little miraculous, it was, honestly. It really is.
2: It was. It really helped add just like a little extra something like a like a little eye into their life. Which granted was like only what she wanted to share. So like there's always, you know, two sides of the story. But even in reading those blog posts, like Jocelyn, like Jocelyn was able to find it. I was searching and searching, couldn't find it. She helped me find it. The later years, like more toward when their, you know, marriage ends up, you know, resolving, um, those are locked. But like the earlier years when they're supposed to be happy are open. But even if you read those, there's like little lines here and there yeah. that to red flags point to problems already. And that's even, you know, when she's, like, trying to put it nicely at the time. Anyway, she's a blogger and she's a writer. Um, Fotis ends up working out of a wing of their huge home where his company is based. He based his company actually in his house. Um, They were married for 13 years until 2017 when Jennifer filed for divorce on June 20th for um, what I could tell, the reason behind, the most of the reason behind the divorce um, was that Otis traveled a lot. He was um, an avid water skier, so he was always traveling to go water skiing here and there. He was going back and forth to Greece to see his family and friends there. He, he was gone like 10 days out of each month, leaving her, remind you, like with all of her kids, leaving his wife, and most of those... Most of those trips were, were just for just fun; they weren't work-based. So he didn't yeah. have to keep leaving. So I'm thinking that he has he has a bitch in
1: every corner. Yeah, that's my mind. That's, that's what I think too, Carly. I really do. I think he has mad bitches. Yeah. He probably <laughs> has several families. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. also, you're, but Carly, you're exactly right. Like. I, you know, I mean, we, it's, it's hard for us in this podcast, not to get personal sometimes because we, these, you know, there's a lot of these stories that we really relate, can relate to in a lot of ways. Um, but that's a tough one, man. When the husband's not around, when the husband's at work all the time and he's always gone and you're there with the kids all the time. Like I'm not a parent, so I don't, I can't relate to that, ex- you know, personally, but in a, in a sense I can because I've seen it happen to my friends and mm-hmm. that shit takes a real toll on a woman. Man, it really does. It takes a serious toll on a woman to ha- raise those kids practically by herself. It's no joke, but keep going quick. It's not, Sorry, and I like- I in- to like cut you off, but, no. No, you're
2: completely right. And like even like, like I said in the blog post, not only like he a gone all the time, but his day starts at like 4.30 in the morning. He's up, he's showering, he's going to work for like a long day and she's the one up with the kids trying to get some sleep. She's up in the night with the children, with the babies waking up, kids climbing into their bed and he's just, you know, starting his day at 4.30, doesn't end the day until like, you know, 9, 10 p.m. at least. And he's gone that yeah. whole time. Yeah the day he is there, when he is actually at home with them. So that was like a big, that was a big part of, like, why their, um, marriage is um, he just, she would state that, like, he just, photos just leads an independent life from their family life, and she wasn't really happy with their lifestyle. Um, another blog post she wrote, like, she would be happy just living as a monk. She just wanted a simple life with her bed, her books, like, just, She said, like, she was so jealous of, like, the monk's lifestyle that she would be so happy. Um, Fotis was also really controlling, and he had a temper. Um, A few people I saw that um, had stated that fact that they had witnessed, like, weird little incidents here and there. Um, More specifically, their nanny, Lauren, um, remembered an incident when Jennifer was being chased by Fotis throughout the house, and Jennifer ended up running into um, a room and locking herself in there, and he followed her and was banging on the door for her to get out but he stopped once you realized that Lauren and one of their children was also there. So that's really disturbing. And then um, I read another time that Lauren either witnessed or Jennifer allegedly told Lauren that Fotis tried to run Jennifer over with his truck one day. So I'm not really sure about that. Okay. All right,
0: so running over your wife with a car. (laughs) great idea freaking genius even if you
2: don't actually go through with it if you even are pretending or attempting to do so like if you're having an emotional
0: affair with your car that is and you the two of you are talking about running your wife over yeah i think that's bad
2: have you not seen that show i married a roller coaster no oh yeah Oh, there is a show where people, like, have relationships with inanimate objects. Yes. And one woman married a roller coaster, and I specifically remember this one dude who was super in love with his Mustang car, and they had a relationship. And they, he made out with it, and he showed us. Yeah, it's um, real.
1: There's okay. also the people that are, like, in love with their, with their rubber dolls. Like, they have relationships with their actual fake dolls. Yeah.
0: Seriously, so. uh, whatever. You know, I bet they're really good listeners. I bet they're <laughs> great listeners. I bet they d- you know. I whatever, tell my dog, look, I tell my dog every fucking issue that I'm trying Same.
1: to through and he never oh, yeah. judges. Same, so, of course, yeah. our dogs know all of our deepest darkest secrets. For you. sure.
2: Look, if you're in love with your car, that's fine. Just don't try to run over your wife with it.
1: Yeah. Please
2: refrain. to can his wife for the car. People witnessed him just losing his temper. So obviously, if that's what people saw, imagine what was going on behind closed doors. Like, just think about that. Yeah. And like, what those poor children probably witnessed in their life. Um, so Jennifer had actually stated to one of her friends that Fotis had revenge fantasies about people that had wronged him or that he believed had wronged him. And he would actually talk to jennifer like tell these fantasies out loud to her
1: oh my she, god i just can't stand that. him i can't stand him i literally it's ugh. just scary um another
2: reason that led to jennifer filing for divorce was that she believed that he was having an affair with his colleague michelle Traconis from south america spoiler alert he was, in fact, having an affair with his colleague, Michelle Contracona. So Jennifer was up. upset. so surprised. So once Jennifer found out, I don't really know how she found out, if Fotis told her or what have you, but in the end, Fotis tried to convince Jennifer that he was going to move Michelle and her 10-year-old daughter into the family home and that they were all going to live together, Jennifer, their children. Voted Michelle, her daughter, and they were all just gonna live together and Jennifer would just have to suck it up and deal with it.
0: This is a fucking teacher's pet situation. Yep, exactly. This is a fucking, this is, I I
2: truly believe
0: that this is the thing, that Mm -hmm. this happens in domestic situations where someone is having an affair, someone gets called out and is like, well, I'm moving forward with it and there's nothing you can do about it because we have children and we can't ruin their lives. Horrible.
2: And not the she's a stay at Jennifer's a stay at home mom. So like, yes, she was a blogger, and yes, she wrote for the website. But like, we don't really know. Well, no, never, actually, never mind, because she was she came from wealth. So like, she right. had. Me, but still, like, he's just gonna be like, you're just gonna deal with it. Where I'm just gonna move these people into our home, yeah. be around our children. No, not gonna happen.
1: Yeah, the Claiborne is, like, old money, too. Like, it's old money. That's old money. She was
0: definitely, like, she was fine
1: for life.
0: But still, five children? That's not, that is no, that's, you know, that's no small,
1: that's no No. small
0: amount to raise them, and to raise them in a way that they are used to being
1: raised. And just to to pop out five kids. Holy hell, in a handbasket. Yeah, it's unbelievable.
2: And she did love photos at one point. Right. So regardless of how yes. she feels now.
1: Yeah, they were different. very in love like yeah. The, yeah, they were really in love like in the beginning for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. So either way, like that's a sad, you know, change yeah. of your life. But Yeah. So she refused obviously to have his her husband's, you know, lover and her daughter move into their home. So she filed for
1: divorce. Awkward. Oh my god.
2: Um, Jennifer ended up moving out of their home, um, into a rental house, which is actually a mansion. It was a beautiful home um, in New Canaan, Connecticut. Because um, again, she was well-to-do. So she, luckily, she had the resources to just up and move her children right. out and not have to worry about where they're all going to go. Right. Unfortunately, a lot of women do not have that option. So, Correct. At least she was lucky in that, in that respect. Um, the next two years fall with like, a very messy divorce um, proceedings and very toxic child custody argument. Um, FOTUS was absolutely enraged once Jennifer filed for divorce and was trying to get full custody of the children. Um, Jennifer alleged that FOTUS threatened to take the kids to Greece and never bring them back, which we see quite often happen, unfortunately. Um, They both had temporary joint custody until the divorce was final. Um, Then comes out that FOTUS had also bought a gun, which he later stated that was bought for home security. Um, But it was just another point that Jennifer was making that he was, you know, controlling, had a temper, and it was an unsafe place for their children to be. Um, Both parents filed numerous motions claiming that the other was disparaging them. So it was just back and forth constantly, just really messy and really toxic. Um, um, January 2018, Jennifer filed for emergency custody of the children. Um, after the judge found out that FOTUS had broken numerous court orders. So he wasn't following what he needed to do. And so she was trying to get emergency full custody. Another um, red
1: flag too, BTW. Another red fucking flag.
2: So FOTUS actually ended up getting supervised visits and monitored phone calls while Jennifer had full custody. So that did work in her favor to a point. February 2018, FOTUS is sued by Jennifer's mother Gloria for unpaid loans to her late husband in the way of $1.7 million owed to him. Wow. So, at some point in the marriage, Jennifer's father, before he died, gave Fotis all this money, I'm assuming to grow his business. I mean, I would think um, that he just never paid back. So, in the mean- meanwhile, they're trying to go through this messy divorce, and her mother is also suing him for all this money. So, I just like, yes, like, send it all his way. Send all the shit his way. So fast forward to May 24th, 2019. Jennifer dropped her kids off at school and drove home. She was um, seen on a neighbor's security camera returning home. And that is the last time she was seen. She missed two appointments that day that she needed to make and was not answering her phone when her nanny called and texted her numerous times throughout the day. Lauren, their nanny, said this was extremely unlike Jennifer, um, who normally answered right away, and like that had never happened in the seven years she had worked for them. Like, Jennifer (laughs) answered the phone or called right back. Uh, Lauren was also surprised to see Jennifer's Range Rover at the house, because that was what Jennifer was supposed to take to her appointments that day. Instead, Jennifer's Chevy Suburban was not there, which was also off. Yeah. Um, Jennifer is reported missing at 7 p.m. that night by Lauren and another one of Jennifer's friends who couldn't get in contact with her. Um, Lauren told officials that night prior, she had stocked the pantry with a 12-pack of paper towels, and when she arrived the next morning, only two of the paper towel rolls were left. And that was weird. just a little odd little tidbit of the day. Um, she also noted that a cup of tea and an unopened granola bar sat on the counter, just left there.
1: Weird. I did not read that little tidbit, Queenie. The
2: weird little things, like the paper
1: towel. Is the paper re- towels, that is really weird,
2: Queenie. ten paper towel rolls just go missing.
0: It's like...
1: Ugh. To clean up the
0: blood, I know, Like, I know we're gonna, I know we're gonna get into it, but it's, like, such a rich guy thing to do to just, like, not go buy your own fucking paper towels to clean up your crime scenes. Seriously, like, you, you on that? Like, can you not, like, go pay cash for some paper towels and, like, just, like, no, you'll just, you'll take the ones that the nanny stocked because and nobody then which- will not, like- and then,
1: which killer was it that always ate shit after he uh, did his job or whatever? Oh God! Yes. Which one was that, Gainesville Ripper? Or? D- D'Angelo. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, eating the food every time. Remember, always the uneaten snacks.
0: It's just so. Um, so the tea and the granola bar are definitely
1: hers. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, she's no, just I- mid.
0: And she's just right. mid.
1: Right. Mid activity yeah. when she. Right. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, but it still just made me think of that, too. The food, yeah. the whole
2: thing. Leaving the thing, food out. You
1: know? yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so, like, it just seemed weird that she had left her tea just on the counter and didn't get to eat a granola bar and just, like, left it.
1: And um, was her purse left, too, right? Or was that... Did I read that? I thought that they th- they found her purse as well, which they also just knew that she just would not go without it, like... I could I not thought. find any purse information. Yeah, I
2: couldn't find it. And I looked,
1: man, because
0: of Gail and Audrey.
1: Exactly. I was like, yeah. where's your purse? And I couldn't, right. I couldn't find nothing. I thought right. I read something, but I might have also, I was reading so much about the Roxbury murders that I might have confused the two, so mm-hmm. that's very possible.
2: I mean, you could argue that the purse could have been there because she did arrive home. She's right. returning home on the For neighbor's sure. security camera, so that is fine, but. Right, right. But the fact is, which we'll get into later, they say that she tried to just disappear herself and she would have taken her purse if that she were w- the case. Right. So yes. anyway, yeah. either way.
0: Oh. So she's
2: reported... Oh, my God. She's reported missing. Um, multiple searches were conducted. There were helicopters flying over. There were canine searches. There were divers, like, searching the ponds, every body of water around there. Like, I will say the police were on it like they were on the case
1: yes which that's a rare occurrence
2: which is a rare occurrence however it has to be said everything was done to find this wealthy white woman in a wealthy neighborhood of Connecticut
1: exactly yeah exactly a wealthy yeah
2: a wealthy Luckily, woman exactly i'm glad they did i'm i wouldn't want them to do less i just want them to do more for everybody else this has to be said
0: yes agreed 100%
2: so um, the searches turn up nothing. So early on in the investigation, Fotis's lawyer that he ends up getting floated around what has been called the "Gone Girl" theory, um, in which Jennifer just simply disappeared. Um, the "Gone Girl" book, which I highly recommend, it's such a good, such a good book. Everything by that author, Gillian Flynn, is just amazing. The book, the plot of the book if you haven't read it, listeners, is when a woman fakes her own disappearance and plans evidence to frame her husband. Um, so, they, so the lawyer is trying to say that Jennifer did it to, for frame photos and just decides up and leave. Guess what, everybody? Listen up. <laughs> PSA, everyone. Any mother is not going to leave her five children and just disappear to frame her husband, no matter what the husband does. And she's especially not going to leave her children with the controlling, terrible husband that she's trying to frame.
1: To keep, and um, that
2: she's trying to, to keep
1: them away from, Custodians right. She's
2: fighting yeah. to have custody taken away. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. So it's utterly ridiculous. It makes my blood boil. I yeah. can't take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: it's mean, she Exactly. And she, were, she, just like you said, she was, she took care, she was taking care of them all the time. She he was wasn't care fucking of around. Kids.
2: She loved them. Every blog post, the whole blog was about her being a mother to her children and how much she loved them. Every blog post is about her children. Like, yeah. there's no, absolutely. She was dedicated. She
1: was a fully <laughs> dedicated mom.
0: I feel yeah. so bad for, for um, Gillian Flynn because, I, I mean, she's an amazing writer, but so many attorneys use this now. as like, she gone-girled herself. Okay, just like you said, Carly, first of all, in Gone Girl, they don't have any fucking kids. Okay? Exactly. Number one first and fucking foremost is they don't have any kids. Number two, they are not divorced yet. Not even close. Haven't even moved towards there. The whole point is that they look like this healthy, happy couple. And then the wife disappears and she, spoiler alert, guys, there was no custody battle. There's no children. It's supposed to look like a picture perfect marriage. And then the wife is just taken out of it. So like, It doesn't even, it's like, it's apples and oranges. It doesn't even make any fucking sense. It's
2: all, there's so much, it's just ridiculous all around. There's no, (gasps) damn unfounded theory. So the friends and family of Jennifer completely rejected that theory because obviously it was ludicrous. Um, And they said that Jennifer was devoted to her children and would never abandon them. Exactly. Um, Like Like I put in my notes, like why do husbands or their lawyers or whoever... They keep trying to push this dumbass theory that is never going to be the case. It's just not. Stop because trying. To do that. Women are
0: unpredictable, Carly. They are led by their emotions. They do <laughs> crazy times things. How oh, man. How many times, how many times has a, have you heard a guy be like, "Oh, hey, I thought you were seeing that girl." Whatever happened?" And they're like, "Oh no, no, no. she's crazy." every time that's all you have to say and then story goes, of my oh, life
2: so yeah. <laughs> anyway it's not true but anyway the focus will keep true. trying to push this theory he also said that um jennifer had written a book like the gone girl theory a little bit that because in the book gone girl she has this like journal like writing out their perfect like their perfect story or whatever and apparently Jennifer had written a book much like that, but the lawyer said, I have the manuscript, I'm not going to let anyone else see it, but I promise you I have it. I, I, I swear that there is one. But This no is idea.
0: also like, this is the equivalent of like white supremacists being like, <laughs> there's an ancient text that says that white people are better than everyone. Nobody yeah. can see it. Right. but it says that and we know it says that but
2: we won't show it to you but it says that like it's so stupid it's such bullshit it's completely all just bullshit but anyway all signs point to bonus oh is everybody surprised oh is oh, everyone shocked? because wow
0: imagine I just want to apologize to the people listening or watching this because we are all so angry in this one because it's just outrageous. Yeah, so. excuse my
1: random outbursts of strap,
2: anger. Strap in because I'm immediately the enforcer. I'm like, they are guilty, guilty, guilty. You cannot tell me otherwise, but guess what? This case is no different. The police noticed that there were bike tire tracks and they believe that Botus rode his bike The house and was lying in wait to attack Jennifer at her home. Like they, I could not find any other potential theories that they had thought of except for that it was Fotis. Like really, it was just him. I don't know if you guys found anything else, but that was all I could see. No, because
0: because I think they just went with exactly what you said that it looked like she was in the middle of something, Mm -hmm. and somebody knew that she was going to be there you know, so yeah. who el- who else?
2: And look at all their, look at all the you know? history between them with the divorce and the custody battles, like, and his temper, you know, like it, it was obvious. Yeah. Um, so we come to find out the Fotis had driven one of his employees' trucks and parked it at nearby Waveney Park, where someone um, driving by had actually seen a tire, um, a bike tire poking out of the back of the truck. Police believe Photos parked the truck there at the park and rode the bike to the house. And he was um, allegedly seen wearing a black hoodie and black pants. And I forget if um, it might have been the Dateline episode I watched, but someone like likened him to the Grim Reaper yeah. riding the bike because, like, the way that, like, the yes. black hoodie, the black pants. I mean, granted, this is like almost the end of May. You know, it's fairly warm usually that time of year, and he's just decked out in, you know a black hood and just riding a bike down the hill whatever
0: but black doesn't really do you any favors in broad daylight
2: so i don't really know like what the fuck you were <laughs> thinking don't, right now no i don't know i also read <laughs> that one of his neighbors one of his <laughs> neighbors had said that he had shaved his head which he had never done before like he was like really mm. like you know arrogant about his appearance and would never just like shave his head with short hair so, like, that makes me think he was trying to, obviously, change his appearance and not be seen. But you're right. Like, wearing all black in the middle of the day, what is that going to do? So it was also found that there was a lot of blood evidence found in Jennifer's garage. There was a bunch on the garage floor. There were some found on the garbage cans and under the vehicles.
1: May I please speak for one second? Okay, can, can we just yeah. talk about this for one fucking second? Okay. Okay. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, what the actual fuck? Are you kidding me right now? I, it just—it's so sad. It's so enraging. If you cleaned up, why? Why is this? Oh God, I don't. Okay, this is okay. Like, this is if what it I really is clean, think. like if it is cleaned up, he did it like that's what i'm saying why is there why is that not sufficient evidence oh exactly. there's blood oh it belongs to her oh some of his dna was also at the scene why is that not sufficient i so i don't the- understand
2: if her blood is there first of all it's just funny to me that first of all he thinks oh yeah let me go grab 10 rolls of paper towels like grab an actual towel, do some, right. like something that's going to like soak it up, whatever. It's great. that he right. did it. Also really funny that there was so much blood evidence that was still found because obviously he was not used to cleaning up after himself in no. so right. So why would he have done a good job now? Exactly. Otis insisted to one of his employees that the employee take FOTUS's feet from his Porsche and put them into the employee's truck. I don't know the exact amount, but I'm pretty sure that seats that belong in a Porsche are really expensive. And yes. why would he just like have Porsche seats to just give to his employee to put in his random truck?
0: Because he's going to have her dead body in that exactly. truck and she yeah. and he wants the DNA of the employee to be on his Porsche okay. seats so that then they can pin it to the truck uh, and who's the guy my, who drives yeah. the truck and now we know that you were in Fotis' Porsche because you were probably trying to steal it and it, it's oh, a whole okay. it is It's the It is the grossest kind of premeditation. Yes, exactly.
1: It really is.
2: So the employee in question um, usually used like a work vehicle during the week and um, would leave his truck like at the home which is also the office remember of Fotis um, and that Friday had gone with Fotis to back to the house to pick up his own truck when they got there <laughs> Michelle Traconis Fotis's girlfriend who had been living there at the time had taken the keys of the truck when she left why would she have the employee's personal truck keys? yeah so Fotis tried to convince the employee to take his Raptor truck instead for the weekend, and that Fotis would, you know, return his truck to him at some point later. And the employee was like, "Nah, dude, I would like my no. truck. To be. Like, no." So Fotis begrudgingly called Michelle to return with the keys, and the employee takes his truck and goes. <laughs> Fotis was seen a few days after this Jennifer's appearance taking the employee's truck for a car wash. And later, they found that there was blood evidence of Jennifer's found on one of the seats. So he was definitely 100% trying to frame his employee.
1: Once again, do we remember making a murderer? They found the one fucking singular drop of blood in her car that belonged to her or belonged to Homeboy, whatever. The one singular drop of blood. Put this motherfucker away for the rest of his motherfucking life.
2: You don't ever think, like, did he not ever think that the employee at some point is going to be telling his own story to the police, and the police are gonna probably think, that's kind of fishy. Hmm. That's suspicious. Why would your boss make you take these poor sheets? Why would your boss right. have your truck? Why would your boss's girlfriend, who has nothing to do with the company, have your keys to your truck? That's yeah interesting so and you you
0: do you make a good point about making a murderer Quinny, but Stephen avery couldn't buy the police department right for could probably purchase the police department and turn it into a fucking
1: afford to bribe anyone or any absolutely you're absolutely right and so yeah yeah, so that's where the comparison lacks yeah but just the point that like it, in one case this small and almost minuscule non-existent level of evidence can put somebody away but you got blood all over the damn place and we can't get anything done or accomplished yeah. it, it blows exactly. my mind.
2: Fotis and his girlfriend Michelle they ended up getting arrested June 1st 2019 with tampering with evidence and hindering prosecution. Um, the police had evidence that Fotis um police had evidence of Fotis that included a video of a the truck he was driving the raptor truck between Farmington and New Canaan in which Michelle was a passenger because in the video you can actually see her leaning out of the passenger side door at some point Fucking um, the night <laughs> the video from the night that Jennifer disappeared and so what had happened was Fotis and Michelle went on a joyride in the truck down Albany Avenue um, going from Farmington to New Canaan just stopping every so often 30 times stopping to drop off trash into random trash cans on this on the street and oh. he was caught on camera multiple times Good, good good talk so um it ended up finding out that he was dumping trash bags and um a license plate that was ended up later have discovered that was registered to FOTUS Um, the license plate had been tampered with, it had pieces of tape on it to like change the alphanumeric value of the license plate, but they obviously found out that it was just tape and they found the real number because it was just tape. It's fine. Like so dumb. Um, so after a three week search of the city dump that the trash had um, subsequently gone off to, um, Police had to sift through 30,000 tons of trash like a day.
0: That's horrible.
2: Shredded trash, mind you. The trash had already gone through the shredder, so it wasn't even complete trash. Um, They found evidence stained with Jennifer's blood, such as clothing and sponges, and a glove with Photos's DNA in it. Um, They also found in the bags Photos had discarded were plastic zip ties that later tested positive for Jennifer's DNA. And they also found a mix of Jennifer's blood and Foda's DNA on a sink in her home. So there's the blood evidence in the garage of her home, on the trash cans, under the vehicles. There's DNA of Jennifer's blood and Foda's DNA mixed together on the sink, which obviously is where he tried to wash his hands, probably. Hello? Not to mention all the trash that they found they ended up finding from the dump, which I just commend because that is... Um, that's some good police work right there. Both Fotis and Michelle were um, released on bail, um, but they were arrested again in September 2019 for tampering for evidence, tampering with evidence. Each time they would plead not guilty. Surprise, surprise. Um, they were released on bail again, and Michelle and her daughter moved out of the home they had shared with FOTUS, and this is where they, like, broke up. Uh, Michelle later stated that it was just a mistake to trust FOTUS. He was, you know, not trustworthy.
0: Like, wait oh, a minute. Why? That why? seems like, that I'm sorry. What? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard, Carly. You mean oh. to tell me that you shouldn't trust that guy? Why? <laughs> Everything he's ever oh. done has been so incredible and trustworthy, and your judgment must be <laughs> spectacular. How is that even possible?
2: Unreal. It's unreal. It really, also, really
1: is. I forgot to mention It really is. is.
2: When she was asked about being on the video camera if the the truck like when he's just guarding all the garbage she was like oh i was on the phone the whole time but i just had no idea what he was doing i was just on the <laughs> phone <You're-> <laughs> i'm <laughs> gossiping with my friend i have no idea that, my that there's a body, body in
1: my basement
2: is dumping off bloody evidence bags to 30 different trash cans. He stops 30 times, but I have no idea why. That's very strange. I couldn't tell you.
1: Not sketch at all.
2: Trustworthy. I should have thought about that. I realize now, later on, he's not trustworthy. And, like, she had her daughter near this guy, as well. Like, hello. POTUS is arrested again. He's charged with capital murder, murder, and kidnapping. Um, Michelle was also arrested again and charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Good. Um, in a weird twist of events, Fotis Doulis' friend and former attorney, Kent Mawini, I think is how you pronounce it. Attorney Kent Mawini, Mawini, um, was also detained on January 7th and charged with conspiracy to commit murder. So Fotis' own lawyer was arrested. Okay. Previously, the um, lawyer's wife had filed a complaint with the police saying that he had raped her, which he denied, saying that it was consensual. Um, his wife had also went to police and told authorities that she feared FOTUS and Mawini were working together to kill her. A shallow grave was discovered at a secluded property that Mawini owned that was filled with two bags of lime and a blue tarp. Um, Authorities and canine dogs discovered the grave in August, 2019, um, but when they searched the property, there was no body found in the grave and the items were found to have been removed. Like, why would you need two bags of lime and a blue tarp? Interesting, interesting. Does it point to murder, I wonder? What they dug was like two feet by six feet, and three feet deep so like it was obviously meant for a person's body 100 mm-hmm. i just don't understand like why mawini would because he gave false alibis for bonus like we found yeah. that way so like why would he help him why would he give the alibis dig the grave like have all these things and be charged with conspiracy and murder like ruining his whole life ruining his career like I understand that Fotis had a lot of money and was probably just bribing him in some way, but is there really enough money? like he's an attorney, he should have known that this is not going to go well
0: That's- if there's I feel like if there's nobody, yeah, they know that yeah. the police really there's very little avenues for them to proceed. We saw with Gail there's yeah. very little yeah it takes a long fucking time to get to prosecute and it makes, it weakens the prosecution by having nobody. So it seems like I couldn't find anywhere. That's what I was thinking too. I couldn't find anywhere how much Ma Weenie was getting paid.
2: Right. But also like, I I mean, I would see one thing if he was just going to like falsify an alibi for Fotis. Okay. And just be a liar. That's one thing. But to like physically do something,
0: yeah. like
2: dig a grave on your own property for him, that's a, no, that's a whole nother level.
0: Well, it sounds like that they were bonding over wanting their spouses dead. I think, right. I mean, it sounds like they were like, oh, if we could just take care of these women, you know, we could X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I was also wondering like maybe if there was like a blackmail situation going on. Because like that's a really big motivator and things like that. But it could just be money and it could just be like you said, they both wanted their wives gone. So they were going to help each other out. So remember, so FOTUS is arrested. Michelle is arrested. The lawyer is arrested. They're all charged with something to do with Jennifer's murder. But like you said, we don't have a body. Um, So January 8th, 2020, FOTUS is released on $6 million bond. Um, and was set to return to court later on. Michelle was also released on bail of a combined $2 million between her previous bail and this bail, and was set to return for a hearing August 6th last week, um, which ended up getting pushed out due to like, COVID. Um, so it yeah. hasn't happened yet. Um, in the meantime, Michelle currently still has a GPS locator um, ankle monitor uh, that her attorney is trying to get a hearing to be removed Um, But he hasn't been successful yet because, again, COVID, he can't get a hearing yet. Um, He's stating that there was, um, he has evidence that it is just unsafe for his client to still have this ankle monitor because we recently had a storm um, a little while back and she had to travel for an hour during that storm to get to electricity because she had lost electricity to charge her ankle monitor. And that was putting her safety at risk. So she doesn't, she shouldn't have an ankle monitor anymore for the murder that she's being charged with. Yeah, maybe monitor. you should
0: have fucking thought about that before committing a fucking yeah. capital offense. Seriously. Like I put it
2: out, like, oh, Michelle's safety is in trouble. <gasps> maybe Jennifer's freaking safety is in trouble because she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you helped your boyfriend murder his ex-wife. You Wonderful sketchball. Safety that, you know, in trouble here.
1: Oh, oh, this one makes me really mad. He's so angry.
2: So while photos is out on bail, he fails to appear at um, Stanford Courthouse on January 28, 2020 um, for an emergency bond hearing. He was found in an unresponsive state by police at his $5 million home after intentionally poisoning himself with carbon monoxide. By running a vacuum cleaner hose from the exhaust pipe of his SUV into the interior of his car while it's parked in his garage. Before heading to his car for the last time, um, Fotis, who had been formally accused of killing his wife weeks earlier, spoke to three people his lawyer, a bail bondsman, and his new girlfriend, Anna Curry. How does he keep getting girlfriends? He got a new girlfriend after having his previously girlfriend help him murder his ex-wife who he emailed and cheated on with for his first wife how does Honey, he keep getting i women? told you Quinny, he's
1: a freaking ladies man,
2: man. money so- he's out on bail for capital murder and murder so like he could potentially get the death penalty if he's found guilty for murdering his ex-wife his mom of five children and some woman's He's a keeper. Let me start dating him real quick. Good well, idea.
1: Great that's quick. another common theme. That's another common theme we find too. All the girls that are the fan girls that of the weirdo, you know.
0: It it makes me so this whole this whole case. I've been doing a lot of yelling, but yeah. it makes me Same. so angry mm-hmm. that he just got to go to sleep and not wake right. Up. Yep.
1: Right. after we're
0: finding fucking zip ties Mm -hmm. with her dna on them
1: seriously and
0: and tarps and bags of lime and too much blood for somebody to lose and be all right right Right. and he just gets the the cowardice the level of cowardice to just go to sleep and not wake up. It's just yeah. like, I, I it's exactly. not fair. It's not fair. And
1: we've all like, we've all been there like cutting yourself with a razor or like accidentally. Like, so it's like, you can't even, I mean, there was so much blood. Like right. you can't, there's no getting There's, there's no, no, way no way to getting explain around it. That. Yeah, no. no way to no. explain no. it. Oh my
2: God. I, I, going back to the theory that she like faked the disappearance. So like, where did all this blood come from? It was. Found to be Jennifer's blood, first of all. Like, she didn't just like spill some blood around to try to like get right. The it wasn't just like no blood. survived that. So, anyway, in the police report, they said that Anna, Fotis's girlfriend at the time, was at Fotis's home at some point the morning of his suicide. Um, they had planned to drive together to the Stanford courthouse for his hearing. Um, but at the last minute, FOTUS changed his mind and said, I'll meet you there. I'll drive by myself. So Anna's on her way to the courthouse. She receives a call from Kevin Smith, an attorney representing FOTUS, asking where, where is he? She told him, well, he was driving ahead of her, um, but the lawyer informed her that his FOTUS's GPS tracker indicated that he was still at the house, but he hadn't left. Anna said at that moment, she knew that FOTUS must have done something to harm himself. But she didn't call 911, she asked the attorney to make the call, which I find very strange. Very, very strange. Like why, if you are that upset, you thought this could potentially happen, like she said, like, oh, I think he, de- he definitely, like immediately jumped to, him. he did something to harm himself. But you're not gonna call 911 on your own boyfriend? That's really weird. Um, Floris has found, um, there's an alleged suicide note that states, quote, I refuse to spend even an hour more in jail for something I had nothing to do with. I want it to be known that Michelle Traconis had nothing to do with Jennifer's, Jennifer's disappearance and neither did Kent Molly. It's just, so enraging. Rage. So just enraged. Rage. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just,
0: it's just rage. The level so like of also, rage.
2: So technically he didn't die in the garage like he was found unresponsive so he ended up getting brought to the hospital and he died later so the children actually did visit him they were granted permission to visit him in the hospital gotcha okay but those poor children are traumatized because not only has it been going on like a messy divorce child custody hearings the back and forth their mother's gone the dad's girlfriend has something to do with it and now their father is in the hospital because he tried to off himself for being charged with murdering your mother, like these poor children, okay? Like the, the, this, the extreme cowardice of, them, there's no justice here no. whatsoever. Just the fact of how he chose to do it as well, like we said, is just the cowardly way. Like you just get to go to sleep and then you're done? No, not okay. And to put your children through that, it just, <sighs> okay. So he does ultimately die. So now the children are orphans. There's nobody left for them, which is just the saddest thing. Um, currently, I read that the attorney for Fotis' estate is trying to now have Jennifer declared legally dead. Okay. After re- previously, repeatedly saying that she had faked her disappearance and she was, they were still going with that theory, she's just gone, They're, she's definitely not dead. She's just gone because there's obviously no body found. Now he's trying to say, oh, she's definitely dead. She must have been dismembered. The amount of blood that was found, no one could have survived. Because they want her declared dead to pay for Fotus's bill. Right. They want to get paid for their legal fees. They want to get money for Fotus's creditors that he owes. So now it's worth your time to get Jennifer declared legally dead, even though there's no body. Where before, when FOTUS was alive, there's no way Jennifer could be dead. It's so sickening to me and it's so enraging. No, you don't get the money. You shouldn't get the money. Forget it. Like, yes, she is probably dead. Like, she's dead, but not okay.
0: This is why people hate lawyers.
2: The two lawyers that are already been involved with FOTUS is one. Right. Tried to mur- rape his wife and then try to, you know, conspiracy-permit murder. And now the new one is trying to get all the money for all of it.
0: Right, crooks a crook is a crook is a
1: crook is a crook is a crook. Once a crook, always a crook.
2: Apparently, like after if they do win that, which you know, we we don't know yet, yeah, after paying off all the legal fees and the creditors, there'll be like almost nothing left for the children, which whatever because they're with they um are living with Gloria, Jennifer's mother, she has custody of them, she's well off. So it's not they're going to be, you know, destitute, they're going to be able to still like stay in their private school that they were in, they're still going to be able to do, you know, the extracurriculars and have nice trips and like, be well provided for. But it's just the fact that FOTUS has simultaneously like single handedly made them lose their mother, lose their father and lose anything that the mother and father could have left to them. Like he just did not care about these children, apparently. Everyone else in the in the um, history that said like he was a good father. He loved them. He had their sons in the water skiing competitions, yada, yada. But other than that, I can't see any reason why it shows that he actually loved those
1: kids. And this happens. This also happens a lot, too, where according to the children, the dad is fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, according to the children, they never saw that there was anything, you know, sketch about it. But then they really end up having these fucking whole secret lives, you know? Right. Exactly. But-
2: I can only hope that the grandmother, you know, is putting them into, like, the, the best paid therapy that they could possibly get. Because <laughs> the children are, like, going to be traumatized with so many Forever.
1: Diseases. Forever. That's not funny. I didn't mean to laugh. It was just the way no, you said uh, it. it was, yes.
2: <laughs> At least they're with someone who loves them and like can provide them with like good stories about their yeah. mother. you know what I mean. Yeah, yes. for sure. But it's just so sad. Um. Yeah. So to this day, Jennifer's body has never been found, and there's no
1: justice for her whatsoever. God. And her four children. No, he took her out in those woods.
0: Yeah, so let me ask you this, girls. Yeah. What what do you think
2: happened? What do you think was the series of events? I was gonna ask the same thing. I mean, obviously, he was laying laying there waiting for her to come home. Yeah. Uh, he he must have just like hit her on the head and just zip tied her. And I mean, he must have unfortunately say this is sickening. He must have dismembered her. He must have chopped her up in some way. There's no way, I mean, I don't think, do you think that they just took her whole body and the whole bodies in one place and they can't find that one place? Like, I think she's like...
1: No, he was out out in the woods for like, uh, he was out in the woods for like over a half hour he was out there. So that's plenty of time for him to go drop pieces of a body. Yeah. Over a half hour he was out there. So like...
2: So much blood. So it wasn't just like, hit her on the head and she dropped and then we took her body and she's she's gone. You know what I mean? You know, the the chopped
1: up theory is pretty interesting too because that, I mean, that would, think about how much harder that would make it to find the body is if you have it chopped up in pieces strewn all through miles of woods. I mean. Right.
2: Right. Well, my question is though about that, even though it does make a lot of sense, it takes a lot of time. And a lot of effort to dismember a body. So the the timeline, I'm not exactly sure that worked out for that theory. I don't know exactly like the time of events, like exactly how much time you would need to do that sort of thing. But also like where is the weapon that he used to do that? So that's gone too. It's just there's just so much blood that was found. What else could it have been? But he did have a gun. So he could have just shot her. What do you think, Jess?
0: I go right back to those revenge fantasies that yeah. she talked about. Yep. And I think there was a sexual component to it. I honestly do. Because I feel like when you see that much blood, there's a knife involved in some way. whether Whether it was actually what killed her or not. Right. I think right. there was a sexual component to it. I, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he sexually assaulted her before he mm. killed her. I, I really wouldn't, because I think it all is part of this, like, fantasy. Yeah. And,
2: mm.
0: and the deviancy of it. Um, I it's think the... Strange.
2: Just get rid of her body.
0: You know what I mean? Like, that... Yeah. Yeah. Not- no, definitely not. And I think the... Um, I think there's, like, when you talk about in studying literature, like, in college, they talk about the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. I think like that lawsuit from her mother and the super as awful as that is mm-hmm. because i you know it's it's absolutely one hundred percent not gloria's fault that this happened yeah. to her daughter but it i think it's it is that, and then it is um the supervised visits yeah in it became
2: take them to Greece. And be done.
0: it it became right. a uh it became a point of pride with him to like take the power back in some way and i really i i don't know if we will ever actually get the story from michelle traconis because she'll never she doesn't really have any reason to give it unless she pleas out which she might right that's true. um and she could blame everything on Fotus in that situation right. because he's not here um right but it really, 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 really reminds me of Ted Bundy, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and the too.
0: relationship that he had with his long-term girlfriend's daughter, yeah, and the
1: ladies, and how he actor, faked, too. how he
0: faked this air of like I, ca- I care about kids and I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a fun, love it, you know, for as long as it served him, you know, for as long as like it perpetuated what he wanted to do. And I think if we have learned anything about psychopaths in the time that we have done this podcast, it's that it doesn't matter what they do, how they do it, what career, what relationship, what family they have, every single thing that they ever do is a reflection of how empty they are.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: like their yeah. children, the children, great. He's got them in extracurriculars, and he's water skiing with them, and he's doing this and that. But just like everything else in a psychopath's life, he got bored. Yep. And he wanted to try something. I mean, we see this with him with his first wife, and then Jennifer, and then a subsequent yeah. girlfriend, yep. and then another subsequent girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a uh, it's it's about like. There's, there is the tiniest little bit of justice in that, in mm-hmm. that we know that he was never satisfied. Mm-hmm. He never what? got, like, he never got that,
1: what, uh, what he's been looking it? for the entire time. Like, and I think that he really felt strongly that he, like, that he had some sort of real grudge towards her. Definitely. Like, 100%. It's just without well, her.
2: Without her, you know, because who knows how well his company was really doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably not great. Right. Um, Without her, like his, you know, yes, he still had the $5 million house where his company was based, but like how much money did he even really have? If he's already...
0: It's a fucking, it's a Chris Watts situation.
2: My question is, we know that Michelle was involved in the joyride of dropping off the evidence, okay? But how involved do we think she was in the actual murder or the hiding of the evidence besides just being a passenger in the car? Do we think she had anything more to do with it? Or that she was just aware and didn't do anything to stop it?
0: Uh, you don't get to go on that joyride without, mm-hmm. j- without doing something. Yeah. Yeah. even if even if like you didn't pull the trigger or whatever or
1: like no you're an accomplice to murder right. like she you're
2: a fucking didn't accomplice didn't care or she just was in denial and just like were they
1: right or they were I in it together
2: terrified of him and did whatever he said because he was scary
1: yeah or a
2: mixture of all those things
0: and greed like maybe she didn't want Jennifer dead, but she definitely wanted her to go away. Yeah, she wanted. Like she, she was ready her. to assume I'm that sorry. role. Then I think about Bob Bierenbaum and mm-hmm. Gail's attention to her cat, and then yep. him killing him, uh, trying to drown her cat in yep. in the toilet. Yeah, I think that there is something to Jennifer being an exceptional mom to five yep. children. Yes. that made Fotus uninterested mm-hmm. in her as a person anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it made him be like, all you care about is these children, all you want me to care about is these children, and I really want you to be obsessed with me, not obsessed with our kids. And exactly. Carly, I'm sure you can speak to this as a, as a mom, mm-hmm. that in a relationship when you have children, and it's my understanding, both of you have to come to an agreement about the needs of the kids versus the needs of your relationship.
2: Yes. I will say, and it is, unfortunately, it's very easy to lose yourself in motherhood. It's very easy. if you have one kid, five kids, whatever. It's very easy to just be all about the children. Their first priority is your children, everything about them. And if you read like Jennifer's blog posts, again, the blog was about the kids. Every thought you have is about the kids and your relationship with your spouse is absolutely on the back burner. And the type of person that you're married to or you're having a partnership with, it definitely, like you said, you have to have a conversation. You have to keep communication open on how you're both feeling. You have to you do have to put forth effort. And whether she, whether Jennifer did or did not, I'm sure she did. There are blog posts about them going on vacation together, trying to have a nice date night. But the blog posts also say she can't wait to get home to her kids, which is fantastic. And she should have but Fotis is not. obviously. He couldn't, handle it. He,
0: he couldn't, couldn't handle
2: it. he couldn't handle it. He's not. He's too selfish. He's too arrogant. He wanted to be all about him. He wants utter control. He wants to be praised and adored. Not, and like in another blog post I read, she was having a fight with him or, you know, a disagreement with him because the kids would come into their bed happens to every single parent on earth the children come in the bed in the middle of the night or the baby isn't in their crib you know the mom wants to sleep with you know cuddle with them or whatever the baby gets up it's just easier to have them in the bed was pushing jennifer get these kids out of this bed they are not to be here the baby i don't care in her own room and jennifer really struggled with that but like tried to appease him and he didn't he still like didn't Act accordingly so all signs point to you're absolutely right justin like he could not handle it
0: no he could not handle it every fucking room that that guy was ever in was completely occupied by his ego there's a whole like bubble around him that's like there's me and then there's my importance and there's no room yeah. for five children there's no room for a wife there's no I, like
1: yeah a lot of narcissism going on for yeah. sure yes yeah.
0: And I just feel so bad for Jennifer Dulos. I really do. And I feel like she was a very sensitive, very uh, connected, very empathetic individual. And I I just feel, I feel terrible for her. She really, it seems like she really saw the best in people. And and it's awful. It's really awful what happened to her.
2: It is. And her poor children, her poor, poor children, like lost not only lost their mom but they lost a really great mom to them who loved them Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think that's one of the one of the parts of this sitch that makes me feel the most is for the five kids that like are no longer living with their really influential like loving mother
2: involved mother
1: yeah involved super dedicated yeah Yeah. like
0: yeah and like not for nothing like exceptional yeah. writer knockout beautiful after five children yeah. extremely like like uh, spiritually aware even in her yeah. writing is like and smart
1: yeah she was really smart yeah
0: amazing did you guys also see that blog post where she said um Fotis wants to sleep cuddled together yes. and yeah. i and i do it for him but i would rather sleep on my back by myself I was just like, yeah. Like she's. He not was never toddler. prepared. He was never prepared for like that kind of power, right? Like that kind of like a self-assured female yeah. energy. Like yeah. he was never ready.
2: Because she didn't need him. No. Didn't need him in any no. Way. Yeah. No. Emotionally, financially, mm. physically. like she did not. Like she said, she could have been a monk and lead a simple life. Like she did not need a man for anything no. in her life. It's very. It's a very sad sad, sad story. And Um, I'm, I'm
0: sure it's still open. I'm sure the investigation, at least for her body is still open. And we also, you know, if you have any information about her or about Michelle Traconis or about anything, about anything to do with this case, we'll attach it to this episode to make sure that if anybody knows anything, please, please, please speak up because we, you know, that her family, her family really deserves, deserves to know what happened to her.
2: And we'll keep you updated because obviously there's hearings that are still going, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, Quinny's good episode.